this past week, one of my classes was like super, super bored. There were third graders. Uh-huh. And so what I did was I was like, okay, clearly you guys are bored. We're not going to go by the lesson plan for the, for today. Like, why don't we look up something cool? So I played for them a video. Have you seen those videos where like they show you the size of something and they zoom out and show you like the next biggest thing? Yeah. And it keeps going and going. Yeah. So I showed them one of like the universe where like it started off with the moon then it went to like mercury and then like each consecutive thing is bigger than the one before right Mm -hmm. so like when we got to like uh the sun like in comparison you could barely see the earth like a little blue dot compared to the sun and like whoa like the kids were all like amazed and then it kept pulling out like there's like a rigel and beetlejuice and like those are like massive compared compared to the sun at what point were they like blown i think after the sun the next star after the sun because I think the, that star, instead of being yellow-rish like the sun, it was like a blue one. What is it? Is it Sirius? Sirius was one of them. Uh, there was one called Rigel. There's Beetlejuice. I forgot what the other ones were. Oh, uh, Vega. Vega. Okay. Vega, I think, was like the next one after that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they went from, like, being red suns to, like, or red stars to being, like, bluish and then white. Like, glowing, like, hot white. Yeah. And then... It zoomed out the last star, and then zoomed out to this massive, like, a, a black hole. I forgot what the name of the black hole was. But it was, like, one of the smaller black holes. And then, like, you could barely see, like, the, the biggest star next to it. Then we zoomed out to, like, a bigger black hole, and then we got to a part, something called the... I don't know if you've ever heard of... It was, like, a nebula, the, the Cat's Eye Nebula, mm-hmm. which is, like, a collection of, like, solar systems kind of thing. And then the next creepy... The next biggest thing, like, the kids were, like, creeped out. I think it was by the name. It's something called the Booth's Void. Okay. Have you heard of the Booth's Void? No, I'm just curious so widely you're uh, creeped out. Then I think it's the name. I say, oh, this is like the Void, Booth's Void. Uh, okay. And it just sounds creepy. The Booth's Void is a section of space where there's pretty much nothing there. Uh-huh. Like the rest of the universe is populated by stars and suns and stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. But the Booth's Void is just a big, massive, empty space. It's like millions of light years across like yeah. in diameter. Like nothing exists there. So it's like, what the hell is there? Like, why is it just... It's just like, if you were to see it in a telescope, you would just see this massive black hole. That's not a black hole. Yeah, I've heard it's a little inconsistent with the way that the universe should look. Yeah. Be- it's like an anomaly, right? It's supposedly made up of smaller voids that somehow group together, which doesn't make sense, because right. how does groups of nothing make a bigger nothing? You know what I mean? And then it finally, like, zoomed out to, like, the Milky Way galaxy. Uh-huh. And then the kids were like, whoa. Because like, they had seen that picture before, like, the swirliness and stuff. Yeah. And then it finally zoomed out. I think the biggest thing was like the, the, what do you call it? I think it was like the universe itself, like the actual universe. And it was like, it was just like a massive blue yellow thing. And then like the distance, how big it was, had like the greater than symbol because the universe is constantly expanding. Yeah. So like when they saw the universe, they were like, like, wow. Like, and so like that completely made up the day for them because they were like so bored. But like, we still learned something. We learned something that was cool. And they were, like, super into it because, like, I was like, can you imagine, like, how small we must feel? And the kid's like, oh, like, I'm scared now. One of the kid's like, I'm scared now. <laughs> like, it's like, it makes you want to, like, clutch the earth because you feel, like, so, like, like you're just going to spin off into nothingness. So, that was my experience with what, one of my What classes. was the uh, stuff the kids were telling you about um, Beyond the Stars thing? Oh, right, because we have, like, an opening question every day. So, I, one of the questions I asked them was, what do you think is Beyond the Stars? And I got, like, really weird answers. Like, some kids were like, the moon. And I'm like, no, no. These were kindergartners. So, like, the moon. Like, no, the moon's, like, the closest thing to us. It's not beyond the stars. Like, mm-hmm. you do not understand the question. <laughs> and then another kid was like, um, 
the sun. I'm like, no, still wrong. The sun is the closest star to us. It's not beyond the other stars. Mm-hmm. So I, don't know, I thought it was funny how these kids just kept guessing. Like, I know what this word means. Maybe it's this word. So they just throw out whatever. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Duo Sense podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Roscoe, joined by the ever loyal, the ever stalwart, the badger of the high desert, the self-proclaimed lost cause. He's always down for the cause, never down for the count. The unnecessary one himself, Johnny. What's up? Thank you, Johnny. How are you doing, Johnny? How are you feeling? I'm good. You were showing me. You were showing me your garden earlier today, and uh, yeah, I got my uh, tomatoes. They're. Uh... I don't think I saw the tomatoes. No, they're by the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah, your sunflowers are dead. Your grapevines are dead. Your peach tree seems to be on the on the way out. It's almost fall, so it makes sense. Your pomegranate tree is doing good, maybe too good. It's like falling apart. But anyways, that's enough about the garden. Let's get on topic. Johnny, would you you about to say something? No, I'm just ready to. Answer I keep seeing your mouth open like you're gonna say something. That's we're what. talking about E3. Not E3, Johnny. The nah, PlayStation, the PlayStation showcase. event. Yes. The showcase, Johnny. The showcase. Curiously enough, not called a state of play this time. It was like a showcase. For some reason, the symbols were like diamonds. You saw like the PlayStation symbols had like the little diamond glitz thing going on. I didn't notice that. Yeah, it was supposed to be like some kind of like hoity-toity event. But uh, we made some predictions. Uh, not surprisingly, we were very wrong. Do you want to go over what was actually shown or the predictions, Johnny? What do you want to do first? Uh, what makes more sense? I think let's, it's... let's go through the predictions. We could just rush through that stuff. Alright, so, okay, so Johnny and I made some predictions. Johnny predicted there would be Twisted Metal. I said no, there wouldn't be. He said there would be. I was right. There was not Twisted Metal there. Johnny predicted Silent Hill. I said that would not be there. Johnny said it would be. It was not there. Neither, Johnny's suggested SOCOM, but I wasn't sure if he was serious. Well, what's the stuff that we did get right? Okay, I got one more right than you did. I got four right, you got three right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. We both hoped for SOCOM. That wasn't there. I suggested Ape Escape. You told me, like, yeah, it'd be no cool. Chance in hell. Yeah, we were both wrong. I suggested there would be DLC. You said no. I said yes. And I was wrong. You were right. Horizon. We both assumed there would be something Horizon related. We were both wrong. Gran Turismo. We both expected there to be Gran Turismo in some capacity. And we were both right. Uh, we thought Infamous was going to be there. We were both wrong. We thought Resident Evil would be there. We were both wrong. We thought... Johnny... Okay, to be fair, Johnny said something GTA-related. You said GTA-related. Yes, you get the point, because they showed GTA 5 again. <laughs> I said no, there wouldn't be GTA-related, so I was wrong. Uh, Johnny hoped for Metal Gear. So did I. We were both wrong. Castlevania. We were both wrong. Last of Us Factions, I thought for sure would be there. Johnny did too. And we were both wrong again. Johnny predicted Callisto Protocol would be there. And so did I, kind of. And we were both wrong. Johnny predicted that the Magnum... What's it called? Magnum something? Uh, I don't recall. Magnum something. It's called Project Magnum. Project Magnum would be there. I said no, it wouldn't. And I was right, and Johnny was wrong. Johnny predicted Resident Evil 4. Uh, I did not, he did. And I was right, it was not there. Johnny predicted Pragmata. I thought so too, and we were both wrong. Johnny predicted Uncharted reboot. Had he simply just said Uncharted, he would have been right because we did see the Uncharted remastered for PC and PS5. 
but no reboot, so we were both wrong. Spider-Man 2, we both agreed it would be too early. <laughs> and, I mean, we were right. It's still too early because it's 2023, but we were both wrong because it was technically shown. No, yeah, it was shown. It was shown, so we were wrong. Johnny, I predicted something Square-related. Johnny said no. I was technically right because it wasn't Final Fantasy, but it was Guardians of the Galaxy again, so I get the point. And then Johnny and I both thought Sly Cooper would be there, and again, we were both wrong. So we were more wrong than right by a huge margin. Like, 80% wrong. <laughs> I'm, looking at, I'm like counting and like, okay, right, right, wrong, 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 right, wrong, 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 right, wrong, 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 right, wrong. But it's understandable because obviously all those games were going to show up there. Right. <laughs> I just said right. <laughs> but like, like even maybe half would have been like, Amazing. No if, if half of the stuff we predicted was there, like that would have been like the greatest showcase ever, I think. Yeah, for like the next ten years. Yeah, if even just half of the stuff was there, even a third, I would take a third. A third would be like amazing, but we were just so so wrong and completely did not understand the assignment. So we were way off. Johnny, what do you think about what? Do you, do you have anything to say about us being wrong, or do you kind of just like it is what it is? It's still a win at the end of the day. Do you, were you just really hopeful, you think? Do you think our expectations were just too out there? No, I, the thing is, I didn't expect all those games. I was like, they might show this because it's kind of time and a lot right. of people want this. I don't take it as a, like a fail. Now, we did see some things that we would have never guessed in our imagination we were going to get. Uh, sort of, yeah. I'm going to start off, okay? Right here. Okay. Uh, every game featured in the PlayStation Showcase. First one in order, Knights of the Old Republic Remake. I am super stoked for this. That was like the, for me personally, that was the, the best news of the entire showcase. Okay. Knights of the Republic, Star Wars Knights of the Republic is like one of, the original is one of the greatest games of all time, honestly. And I'm not exaggerating. Like it literally is one of the best games of all time. Like if you look at how many awards that game won, it's insane. So seeing uh, Darth Revan back and everything, all that. The fact that it's a PlayStation timed exclusive is surprising to me. Because the original was a console exclusive for Xbox. Okay. And now this time it's being remade completely, completely from scratch. And it's a PlayStation timed exclusive. Going to be on PC at launch, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying between the consoles and Major 3, it's only coming out for PS5 confirmed so far. And then I imagine, I don't know, probably like a year exclusivity deal, maybe six what months. What do you want out of that game? Is it the gameplay? Is it the narrative? The gameplay has to stay the same. It absolutely has to stay I'm the same. I'm pretty sure that'll stay the same. It's a it's a turn based D and D style RPG. You're not scared they might wreck the narrative. Okay, I think I know where this is going. Oh, you know, there's always a story. I know where this is going. I'm trying not to talk about it, but I think you've already kind of heard about Absolutely. it. Absolutely, I know what you're okay, exactly talking so about. Okay, so what's your opinion on that? Okay, so there is a writer attached to the game. Uh, I believe her name is Sam Mags, right? Yes, that's her name. Uh, she's known to kind of uh, she doesn't look fondly at men in general in terms of gaming circles nah it's really annoying I, she's she's like on her twitter talking about smashing the patriarchy and just I mean for twitter hating. that's pretty that's pretty you know par, par for the course There's so much man hating I'm like oh come on like if you want to make that type of game just make a whole new fucking honestly game. like and this goes both ways I'm the kind of person I try to separate the art from the artist in every case, not yeah, just yeah. this. In every case. Yeah. I'm hoping that doesn't come out. I'm hoping that's not like a major factor in the writing of the story. 
I can't imagine it would be just because like it would deviate really far from the original story. Just because the original, I mean, well, the original uh, Knights of the Republic doesn't really delve into like gender stuff. Really, it's well, mostly see, just about Jedi and Sith. That's all. That's the focus. But see, like she even she even has a comment where she's she's like, I don't even like this game. No, 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 no. Someone said someone said supposedly that she that she hated the game. She said okay. it's not her favorite. Okay. It's not her favorite Star Wars story or even Star Wars game. She did say that it's not her favorite. The original Kodor, the original Knights of the Republic is not her favorite game. Even her favorite Star Wars game. That is true. Okay. But she didn't say like, oh, I don't like it. There's a difference between not being your favorite and like hating something. All right. So I did hear that. Understandable. Uh, I'm kind of. I feel good though, cause like some of the voice actors they've confirmed are the original voice actors from the original game. Right. So I feel like the game is going to feel enough like the original one. I mean, you can't... Re- there's not much room for, like, mis... mis- what's the word? Misandry? 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 Misgen- Misogyny? Misogyny? No. No, it's not oh, that. Oh, shit. How are we fucking that up? Uh, misandry? Misandry, right? Misandry? <laughs> I can't... I don't know the word, but it's basically, like, anti-men. There's not much room for that in Star... Especially in Knights of the Republic. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. If... If it does go in that direction, I think it's misandering. I could be wrong. I probably never heard of that word. But if it does go in that direction, what could they possibly change in the game to be I more mean, suitable to like today's audience? Because even in the original Knights of the Republic, you can you can choose your character's uh, gender. I believe. Yeah, yeah, you can choose your your character's gender. Yeah, that's cool. So like, I'm sure they're gonna keep. They're gonna probably you know, kind of expand that to like non-genders also, which is fine. That's awesome. That's cool. Um. There's not many situations in the original Kodor where I think you could squeeze in, like, any gender-related, like, controversy. I don't think it's possible, really. Unless, like, unlike Mass Effect. Like, Mass Effect, you can, because Mass Effect is all about the relationships. In the original Knights of the Republic, you only have, like, one love interest? Maybe two? No, you do have two. You have a, a male and a female uh, love interest. And that's it. Just one of yeah, each. Yeah, if there's, like, if they decide to add, like, certain things... Mm-hmm. okay cool but i don't want it to be a case where like uh what is it the um i forgot the title of but the the la- one of the last uh, star wars films where they make luca just they just make him a straight bitch. uh the force awakens no uh last jedi yeah they make him a bitch dude like he's well, yeah not... okay last jedi is definitely not my favorite of the, of the newer ones so yeah i didn't like i didn't like the direction in that one i agree so i don't want it to end up feeling like that you know yeah, I don't. I I somehow feel like that's not going to be an issue. I think. Well, because I've hopeful. seen I've seen some of her other work, and I think she has work for uh, for Insomniac. She worked on some of the Spider Man stuff, and I love everything in that Spider Man. Okay, game. yeah, there's so something I'm, like, problematic. It's kind of a mixed bag, you know. Yeah, I don't think there's anything problematic in that Spider Man game. There's been never been like a oh like that didn't sound right or didn't seem right. So, uh, Johnny, would would you be excited to play this? This is a turn based RPG. Star Wars RPG. But it's, like, one of the best story, Like, one of the biggest twists in gaming. Like, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a massive twist. Spoil it. No. Tell me. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do You're it. You're so sensitive to tell me. This I time. am, but I'm not going to do it. Okay, fine. I'm not going to give in to the dark side. No spoilers. All right. We're going to move on. Project Eve, Johnny. Next one we saw was Project Eve. This was the one where the girl flies out of the space station in space. There's, like, a giant alien yeah, attached. it looks awesome. It looks really cool. The gameplay looks... It kind of gave nuts. me like, um, what's the game I'm thinking of? Uh, do you remember Heavenly Sword back in the day? Uh, it kind of gives me the vibe of Heavenly Sword. I don't know why. Mixed but with I, like Nier Automata, kind of. I keep thinking about a or Chrono- Hel- or a, a Bayonetta, kind of too. I keep thinking about Chrono Trigger. 
Is it maybe because of no. a cover and it's a space? No, Chrono Trigger does not have any of those things. No, no, said. the the part, like the monster when it's on the ship, something about that imagery. Oh, okay, there's a pendulum kind of eye thing in like Chrono Trigger. Uh-huh. That might be the only reference I can think of. Okay. Because Chrono Trigger is an old Super Nintendo game. No, yeah. That shit looks great though. Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks, yeah, it reminds me of Devil May Cry with Bayonetta mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hoping to see more of that. Do you, I don't think they showed us a... There was no release date for that, right? No. But Pretty, yeah, there wasn't. We're going to have to see more of that. It looks really cool. It looks very action, action-y, very kind of like near Automata kind of. Uh, we'll see more of that later. Uh, then we saw Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is like a spin-off Borderlands game. Pass. Really? Hard pass. It has the same gameplay as Borderlands. Yeah, mixed with like kind of like a fantasy medieval theme kind of thrown It's way in. too like spongy shooting i love borderlands i especially i love tiny tina's character so much so i'm kind of excited for that and gearbox especially when it comes to like the borderlands brand like they take really good care of the brand i feel like there's never been a borderlands game that i have not liked so i don't think that would start now yeah i don't hate borderlands like i like the lore but you said pass he's like pass well because i'm putting it like way behind other games and i'm no i mean like okay in a void are you ex- interested in it like not thinking about it compared to other stuff by itself yeah yeah okay all right that's what i wanted to hear <laughs> like bullying johnny then we saw four spoke in johnny this game looks really cool it looks very fast oh, very this fluid is amazing dude this looks fucking great i like how it kind of starts off with like the like the Pers- like the real world character thrown into like a fantasy world kind of trope it has like that kind of thing where i mean it's kind of like a uh, like a isekai like, which is like a very common anime genre where mm-hmm. a character gets taken from one world and thrust into another i i like how do you see how fluid her movements look like they look like attack on titan like when they're like, flying through the building yeah stuff. traversal is like so smooth dude. it looks super fluid the combat looks great and then like the you see like the draw distance like where you can see like yes. stuff in the distance yeah it looks so good and, like the character too like she's really cute she looks very charismatic mm-hmm. uh i think she seems excited right because she's like whoa she's like i just did that with my mind like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the dialogue is kind of like we'll see how the dialogue turns out yeah, but look, like yeah go ahead it looks really good this is the game this one's being uh, co-written by amy henny yes i forgot about that and yeah, i'm so happy about and that. gary widow who he did uh he's the screenwriter behind uh, star wars rogue one hmm. so we have two like very high pedigree writers on this game mm-hmm uh, anything Amy Hennig does is pretty much gold, so yeah. I'm looking forward to this. The game looks cool. The, I don't know about the story much yet, but I, for sure the story's going to be great. Gameplay looks awesome. The uh, voiceovers were a little bit off. Yeah, like like yeah, lip sync wise, yeah, or what it's mean? just so minor. Oh yeah, it looked like it was like a delayed. No, uh, like it wasn't like synced up properly. Yeah, something was off about that. They'll, they'll probably get it down, though. Yeah. The, the world itself does look a little bit empty, though, don't you think? Yes, when she's, like, flying around the buildings, like, it looks like there's like not it's not populated. Mm-hmm. It, feel, it looks empty. Like, and when there's, like, enemies, there's, like, maybe two or three on the screen, it looks like. Yeah, and there's not... It didn't look like there was so much foliage. Everything looked just kind of dead. True. Yeah, I'll give you that. That is true. But I feel like that's just kind of early, though. Maybe, yeah, but I'm really excited about this. I imagine that, yeah, it'll feel much more lived in and, like, flushed out once we once we get closer. There's not even a release date for that. Oh, I'm sorry. Spring 2022. 2022 is going to be a stacked year for games. So 
then we saw more of Rainbow Six Rainbow Six Extraction. This is the one with the alien stuff going on, like, like the black symbiote stuff. Uh, I'm not too excited about this. I'm not really a Rainbow Six guy. Uh, even more so for, like, one that's, like, removed from, like, reality where you get, like, weird with, like, aliens and stuff. The Johnny knows I'm not really good into, like, team-based alien survival games. Like, that's just not my niche. Johnny, how how'd you feel about that one? Does it really, like, call out to you or no? I like the, I like the world. I just don't like the gameplay in it. Yeah. It's not that exciting for me either. Uh, this one's coming out January 2022. Then we saw the Alan Wake remaster, Johnny, which actually got revealed the day before. I remember I saw a trailer for it the day before the showcase. Uh, I've never played the original Alan Wake because it was exclusive to the 360. Mm -hmm. I'm curious to try it just because I remember back in the day, it was one of the games I was jealous of that was not on PS3. Yeah, I I haven't played it. I do want to play it. It just doesn't look very remastered. No? Yeah. I mean, there's only so much they can do to a PS360 era game. I imagine probably just like resolution and textures and that's about it you can't really change much i see what's what's more uh, uh i don't know how to say it but it's i think it's more interesting that they're they're making a remaster for this on the playstation because it makes me think like oh shit like are we really gonna get another alan wake exclusively to the ps4 that would I mean, be interesting. To the PS5, right maybe and is it gonna be like this this team up between uh what's her name from control and down on wake um are they gonna join for uh, join together and like have a full fledged game? I can't remember her name. It begins with a K, doesn't it? Or I forgot. I forgot. I'm actually playing Control right now, by the way. We'll talk about that later. Later, later. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I would think you'll be interested in Johnny because it is like Remedy, and you kind of like Remedy, so I thought Love you. Remedy. So I thought you would be into it, but maybe it's just kind of aged out for you. Maybe it's just not yeah. right anymore. Then we got the thing that no one ever asked for, and that's a. Uh, gta 5 expanded and enhanced edition for oh that's right ps5 uh no i don't th- most i think there's actually i saw a kotaku article where like people were complaining like like nobody oh, asked for this dude i forgot um about gta no i i should have checked it today i saw the ratio dude it's so fucking bad it's like a thousand likes and two thousand dislikes for what for Grand Theft Auto. really yeah on the trailer yep on youtube really but that would not surprise me. Yeah, uh, they showed more GTA Five. I-, I felt like this was such a waste of the co- of the time, just because like, like okay, sure. I know GTA Five makes crazy amount of money, right? I know it's super popular with Twitch. It's super popular with like streamers and stuff, and it makes a lot of money for a rock star. But seeing a game that's already eight years old, like that's not exciting anymore. Check out that dislike ratio. All right, Johnny's handing me his phone. There is looks okay, <laughs> wow. So there's twenty six thousand likes t- compared to one hundred and thirty six thousand dislikes. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are pissed. Let's add another one on there, guys. Add another one on there. Oh, you just did. Never mind. <laughs> I removed it. <laughs> you disliked it already. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. That's insane. What are they doing right now? Like in the studio? Can't sabe. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. I- like what's what are they doing like okay stop all the funding for uh advertisements on this you know what this reminds me of have you seen that meme where like it's like a newspaper clipping of like a guy approaching with buckets for to a cow and the cow's like super skinny and like oh. the, the cow looks like really scared of the farmer and like he's about to milk the cow for more uh-huh that's what this reminds me of uh-huh. uh then we saw more of ghostwire tokyo which actually looks like it's shaping up to be an exciting interesting game why 
Ghostwire Tokyo, this is the one with the very Japan looking with like the ghost creatures, and, like the weird like demons and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like we saw it at nighttime where the character has like the black stuff on his face, kind of like peeling off. Yeah, it looks like a first person kind of like um, almost kind of reminds me of Skyrim in a little bit. If Skyrim was like set in the real world or like a modern Japanese world, where like it's first person, and you're casting like magic with your hands and stuff and doing like attacks and stuff. Yeah, I'm a little bit concerned about it though because we don't really know what's going on like we can't tell anything it's very obtuse the story right yeah it's very obtuse i have no idea what the story is and also the gameplay like every time they show the gameplay they show like half a second and just switch it is quick it seems like they're kind of just showing us a concept of a game rather than an actual fleshed out yeah game. yeah uh i'm still kind of optimistic about it because it's something original and not like something we see often it looks pretty like fresh in terms of like not being generic looking. It look I like the art style and the tone I'm kind of digging, which yeah. is basically a paranormal nighttime Japan. Sounds cool. Who's making this game? This is coming from, uh, I know it's like Bethesda. I think it's Bethesda. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know if Bethesda is just publishing it uh, or if that's the actual studio behind it. Maybe that's the reason. I feel sketchy about like all Bethesda games. You take that back, Johnny. No. Then we got Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which the more I see of, the less I'm excited for it. Right. What? Yeah, right. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure what you said. I thought you said white. I was confused. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks cool, but this is like one of those games where like, yeah, I'm going to wait for it to go down to 30, 20 bucks. Yeah, the characters kind of look like knockoffs, right? It No, I mean, it, they look original enough where like it's not a straight like pull from like the movies, mm-hmm. but like still kind of like, okay, I can tell like this or like this character design somewhat based on the MCU character like maybe not visually but character wise I feel like it's right in between the comics and the MCU and that bothers me I think that's what it's supposed to be they mentioned I remember the first time they revealed it they said they didn't want to do the comics and they didn't want the MCU they wanted to do something uh, unique alright which okay if that's what you got then, that, then they're succeeding because that's, that's exactly, what I don't want you want comics or you want MCU to me I want to go comics mm. in, in gaming I want as close as comics as possible Okay, that's funny though because I was I remember I was saw on Twitter someone was like there was a time where people just n- did not like games that were like straight from movies like movie based games, and now we're kind of in the opposite we're like yeah we do want movie based games but we just want the right games made by the right movies kind of thing. So food for thought, food for thought, and that comes out October next month. That comes out at the end of the next month, October twenty sixth. So you're not high for that, right, Johnny? No. Neither am I. I'm going to wait for it to go down to like 20 bucks, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we saw a little bit of Ma- Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. This looks kind of cool. It looks interesting. It's I'm wondering. Free, right? I wonder if it's related to the other. No, it doesn't look like it's related to the other one. Uh, Red Dawn or Red... Uh... Red uh, Redfall. Redfall, yeah. I thought uh, Redfall or that vampire game that's spelled weird, vampire. That reminds me, uh, quick aside. Redfall, you saw the leaks for that? No. There were some leaks and they showed some screenshots. Oh, are you? Oh, I know what you're talking about. The really it's, ugly character it render. It looks bad, dude. Okay, to be fair, that's probably like alpha level footage. Uh, probably, but if it looks anything like that right now. It's not going to look like that. There's no way it's going to look that bad at release. Okay. But yeah, Johnny's referring to those. Like it was like a a screenshot of like one of the characters and they look like a PS2 or PS3 character. Yeah, the environments look really barren. But to be fair, the game's like nowhere close to release. It also looks nothing like a trailer. That is true. From what I've heard, it plays. It's sim- it's more similar to like Borderlands. Yeah, that's the vibe I got. Which 
I like Borderlands, so I don't know. We'll see. If there's, like, weapon variety, then that's all it needs. But if not, then I don't know. Uh, yeah, Blood Hunt looks interesting. I honestly, I don't, I don't have, of all the games shown, this is, like, the one I know the least about. And it's also the one that left, like, the least, the weakest impression on me. Because I really don't remember much. I saw the showcase twice. And each time, the Blood Hunt, I kind of just, kind of glossed over. I didn't really pay attention. It just didn't grab me. But I thought it was free. That's why I'm kind of Is it? Um. thought it was free to play. I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, then we got yet another trailer for Deathloop again. This is where I lost my shit. This is when I text you like, hey, like you were at work uh-huh. with the kids and I'm like, hey, dude, this shit ain't looking good. But. This shit really sucks. But. It's getting really good reviews now. I have heard of that. It's yes. getting tens and nines from like major like outlets. I hear People are saying that the trailers just don't do it justice at all. That's what I've heard, yes. They don't, they don't they translate don't... what the game's really Exactly. Uh, one of my, not friends' friends, but someone that I know, I've known for a while now through uh, Discord uh, is playing the game. He's like, I played only one hour so far. And he's like, so far, it's really good. He's like, the first hour is a strong first yeah, hour. Yeah, they see the mechanics are super tight. It's, yes. You're it's... missing a lot in the trailers, what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of turned off just because I was tired of I felt like this game was like over-marketed. Because like, mm-hmm. uh, we would see it every single event. There was like, okay, more Deathloop. Like, ugh. Like, all right. And I was kind of turned off. But hearing the reviews about it, I'm kind of... I'm back on. I'm kind of interested again. But I think there's other stuff I want to play first. So I want to wait for this. Even though it's like getting like great, crazy like reviews. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna wait on a little bit on it because I so just you said it's getting like nines. It's getting like nines and tens, honestly. Mm. If you, yeah, like I think IGN gave like a nine point five, Gamespot gave it a ten. Uh, some of the smaller outlets, like even the ones that you like, are the more critical. I would say than IGN, like even they're giving like high praises. Okay. So, Deathloop is one to watch, uh, and it's also probably it's it's being heralded right now as like the best PS5 exclusive right now. Huh. Like it's like the strongest PS5 exclusive they're saying. So, uh, we we got one, boys. We finally got Someone one for uh, Bethesda. Yeah, it's funny too. Someone says like, it's, "Who would have thought the best PS5 exclusive is a Microsoft-owned game?" And I'm like, that's funny because on on the opposite end, it's like, "Who would have thought like one of the best performing games on Xbox is a PlayStation-owned game?" And that's referring to MLB because hmm. MLB is doing like crazy good like sales-wise on Xbox. That was the response to that. Yeah, it was kind of like how they're kind of like crossing. That's cool. And like, it's funny how like the best. Like, the best games on each respective system come from the opposite, like, yeah. side. So, it's like, you know, uh, what's, that, what's that one song I'm thinking of? Like, uh, uh, not Can We Be Friends. What's it called? Uh, what's the one I'm thinking of, John? You know the song I'm talking about? I have no idea. Let us, it's like something about, can we, like, let, can we get along or something? Don't know. Never mind. It'll come back to me later. It'll come back to me later. Uh, then we saw... Uh, oh yeah, there's this weird one. This uh, it's called Kid Amnesia Exhibition. This is the one with like the weird like black and white film of like the alleyway with graffiti. It was something really random. It's not, I guess, considered a true game. It's more like a visual, like a digital kind of experience thing. Super weird. Uh, it's set to the music of Radiohead, and it's just it's just weird. Oh wait, do you know this one? Is it the one that looks a little uh, pixel shaded in the ocean? No, no okay. lotion. Okay, okay. No, I missed it. This isn't really a game. It's more like a visual kind of experience, digital thing. This is the one you're talking about. Probably uh, Chia, to Chia. It's the one with the two little girls on the harp on the pier. Mm-hmm. It's like the very cartoony looking game. Yeah, 
the girl's like one of the characters has is doing like the parachute thing with her hands kind of thing coming down she like hijacks the body of like a dog or something yeah this one looks really out there it looks at, strange at this point we're at like minute uh 31 right we're like halfway through the showcase we're way past halfway and i'm like oh my god so many fuck have you done <laughs> who would have known like the last third of the showcase would be so strong like i remember like watching like the first part and i was like okay some remasters all right okay then we got to like this really boring this right here the set in the middle section where you just got kind of just like the momentum was just lost mm-hmm. so chia uh I prefer this though when they have they're like loaded in the back. We need yeah, and then we kind of I felt like the showcase needed something more whimsical. Anyways, it was kind of too dark and too like serious for the most part. So I felt like with this kind of added some diversity to the showcase. Oh, I don't, I, that game you're talking about, Chia. Yeah. Oh, I don't like this at all. I know it's not for you, Johnny. It's not for you. Then we got the news about the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection for PC and PS5. I've never played uh, Lost Legacy, so I'm kind of interested. A Thief Send is not my favorite uncharted game but it's a still a good one i prefer two honestly but two and three two and three yeah uh for those of you who have never played uh a thief's end or lost legacy now i guess would be the time especially on pc so that's early next year then we saw the biggest surprise one of the biggest ones johnny of all the marvel characters who did you expect would get a, their own game uh this exactly this you thought wolverine yes i thought we would get like a a daredevil game before we got nah, a wolverine one nah. when i was playing spider-man i was like i fucking hope they make wolverine this this is exactly what i want this is amazing dude you know why i think it's very rare for it's very rare especially now with the mcu and stuff for like mutants to get the spotlight it's very i would have never guessed like they would have put resources into like an x-men character for a game because it's just not the focus of a marvel right now you know what i mean yeah, and I wonder if this game is going to come out when, like, X-Men is just full-blown in the MCU. Well, the game's probably not going to come out. I mean, they didn't even show, like, a release year. Nah. So, who knows when it's going to come out. You think it's supposed to be, like, a tie-in to, like, the X-Men joining the MCU? The time sounds about right. It could be. I doubt it, but it could Maybe be. Maybe, like, a year too late. A year too late? Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's kind of still, like, in people's fresh in their minds? Well, I think the X-Men, the mutants will be introduced. But if they do another uh, Wolverine, Mm -hmm. it won't be sometime until they introduce the mutants. So, they show the trailer first. I think they show the Insomniac logo and then Marvel, right? They show the Insomniac logo. Or they at least showed the Marvel logo. So, like, people were like, oh, this is going to be Spider-Man. Yeah. And then we kind of see, like, Logan with the cowboy hat sitting at the bar did you instantly think Wolverine? Because I didn't. I did I not. Did. I did not think Wolverine. I did. I saw the bar and I was like, "This shit is too messy." And then as soon as they showed his back, the knuck- oh no, they showed his back, and I was like, "Motherfucker with a hat and a flannel," and they just focused on that guy, and he's all calm. And then they showed the knuckles. The knuckles was what made it for me. Clear. Not just that. You see how massive his wrists are. I don't remember. They're so wide, dude. And I'm like, that motherfucker is Wolverine. When I saw the blood and the cuts on the knuckles, that's when I was like, oh, that's Wolverine. That's when I knew it. Yeah, so so when they pulled it out, you see the knife, and then he pulls out his claws, and I was like, I Ching. I didn't lose my shit. I was like, I fucking knew it. Like, they did it. Like, I, I had no idea they were going to do it. But once I saw him sitting there, I was like, this is it. And 
on a scale on a scale of one to ten, Johnny, how how excited are you for Wolverine? Ten. Really? Ten. More than like Spider Man two? I was very that's a little difficult, but I I'd give Spider Man a nine. Oh, okay. So more than Horizon Forbidden West. I can't. It's just not apples to apples. Okay, that's fair. I I I I can't think. I'm sorry. I said I had a lot of time. I don't think there's a single way that this game is not good and turn out good. I don't think there's a single way this game won't be great. Just because it's on Insomniac, and like we've seen like their pedigree when it comes to making games. This actually, I forgot his name, but this actually had a very good writer attached to it. Uh, there was another game, but it was a military game, and I got good reviews. Got his damn name, but I'm um, content with uh, who's writing this. I was I was looking at I was looking at the at the piece right here, seeing if it mentioned it, but no, it doesn't mention it. It just says yeah, the make from the makers of Spider Man Ratchet and Clank. First of all, what is Insomniac doing where they just are able to just pump out games like back to back to back? Like we got Miles Morales Ratchet and Clank in like less than a year. Mm-hmm. Like how are they able to do this? Where do they get the resources from? Supposedly like their studio's not even like the biggest one compared to like Naughty Dog and Sony Santa Monica. Oh, the the question that everybody's been asking now is like Insomniac, is it the most valuable Sony studio? Oh, for sure. You think so? Yeah. Well the, the, Okay, the hold, on, hold on, hold on, like, hold on, hold on. Where would you put like Gorilla Games and Naughty Dog though? I think it's probably the most valuable investment they made. Buying them was like a steal. Looking back, when they paid like what two hundred thirty million dollars to acquire Insomniac, mm-hmm. like that's already paying dividends for them. Like that was already a profitable like purchase at this point. I think. I definitely feel like Insomniac in the past hasn't always been like the one you would think of. Like when you think of first party, yeah, for sure. Now they're like they're like carrying the PS Five at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, like right now, yeah, for sure. All right. So, oh, uh, the writer was, uh, I don't see his name here, but it was Spec Ops the Line. Oh, okay. Spec Ops the Line is considered like has like one of the best stories. Yeah, and also uh, it's like one of those military games. It's not just a generic military game. No, it's like a very thoughtful piece. Supposedly, I've never played it, but I've heard like great stuff about that game. Also, Miles Morales. Okay. Alright. Yeah, a lot of people think Miles is better just because it had more heart. I do think so, although I don't like that it's a shorter experience. I like Miles' abilities and powers more than regular Spider-Man. His puzzles are cool. I didn't care much for the puzzles, but I do like his abilities far more than Peter Parker. Because he has electricity, and he has, like, the invisibility stuff. It's cool. So. Oh, wait, how... I want to spend more time on Wolverine. Okay, go ahead. What do you think they're going to do with his gameplay? Like what powers? That's the question, have? right? Because it's like, how do you make a character who's basically immortal, like interesting? Like that's always been the problem with Spy- with Superman. Like, how do you make Superman like relatable or even like an interesting character, right? Well, he's kind of immortal, but like you chop his head off, he's done. Okay. Do you think with uh, Wolverine? I don't think it's going to be an open world game. Do you think it is? I feel like there's not enough tra- traver- uh, traversal abilities for Wolverine for it to be open world. I think either one is possible. I just don't see this being an open world game. Well, what if they give him the world cycle? Um, and it's just like Days Gone. That would be, okay, I saw somebody who suggested that. Somebody suggested, like, if you just put, like, a freaking cowboy hat on... Uh, what's his name? Uh, not Dennis. What's the guy's name? Dil- not Dylan. The dude from Days Gone. Deacon. Deacon. There you go. Okay. So if you just put, like, a cowboy hat and give him claws, like, that's basically what Wolverine could be. Like, just 
getting off his bike and like wrecking like havoc and getting back on his bike like whatever a bike and a horse that would be interesting a horse uh, I don't know maybe if it's like out in the countryside maybe but I don't know I feel like this would have to be a wide linear like last of us a very linear game yeah, yeah. just because it Wolverine doesn't seem the kind of person who would go around doing missions for people it doesn't seem like that kind of thing no, that, that's a good point. You can't do a, a ton of fetch missions. Like, he, like, it's beneath him. Like, it's just like, what? Like, why? You know what yeah. I mean? Unless he's, you know, trying to... I'm very some... interested in the combat. I imagine the combat's going to be, like, probably better than Spider-Man in terms of, like, hand-to-hand. It has to be. Oh, man, this is nuts. And there is has it... to be there has to be destructible environments for the claws. There has to be. Well, it's only on PS5, so, yeah. There better be, like, I better slash a pillar and, like, like clean. Like, it has to have, like, the Metal Gear. Like Raiden? Yes. yes. Metal Gear Rising kind Raiden. of tech. Yes. yes. Where the slashes are, oh, like. Oh, this is so nuts. I hope they better do that. There's going to be uh, climbing on walls. <laughs> I, I'm wondering how much they're going to adapt from, like, the fighting game. Okay. Because he has this, like, dash spin thing. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what other moves they're going to do, though. Like, if you compare it to Spider-Man. Do you think do you think Saber uh Sabretooth is yes. is a guarantee? Yeah. I'm hoping they put Omega to uh was it uh uh Omega Red? I think his name right. I don't know Omega That Red. one mutant, the one with like the with the ponytail and he like has like the cables that come out and like he like drains mutants. I don't remember that guy. No, Red Omega. I think it's the name is Omega Red or Red Omega. I forget his name. But so yeah, some of the trailer actually uh, had some of the clues. Like you saw, there's a the license, license plate. Yeah, yeah the with the Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, that's yeah. really what I want to see, dude. Wolverine versus the Hulk. Oh man, oh that's a tough one. Like both have healing factors. Both pretty strong. I mean, Hulk is stronger, right? But hmm, Wolverine will give him a run for his money. That would be interesting. That's if they did. Well, that would be more like for, like the old for the old man Logan kind of like storyline, no? Old man Logan. Yeah, when he deals with like an old Hulk. That's Maestro Hulk. Is that the same one where he has like a bunch of kids, like little Hulk Hulkling kids that he eats or whatever? Like the, uh, like the guys that are in the country. Yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure that's Maestro Hulk. Oh okay. So that's like the one that's kind of smart, right? Yeah. Interesting. All right. Was that it you wanted to talk about? Yes. Or? Oh, okay, that's I wasn't sure there was more. <laughs> Moving on from Wolverine, we got a trailer for Gran Turismo 7, which visually looks freaking amazing. It looks so good. I am not a racing... Johnny knows I'm not a racing guy. I am not a racing guy. Yeah. Especially for Gran Turismo, where, like, everything feels like you're driving on ice all the time. Everything's just slippery for some reason. Gran Turismo. Yes. The handling Gran Turismo feels like it's doing realism, like, like, overboard, like, extreme realism. It doesn't have that ice feeling, though. It feels like it's very easy to spin out if you like overturn kind of thing. It's it's not okay. It's not user friendly. It's not beginner friendly. Let's just say that. Disagree. What do you think about Gran Turismo Seven, Johnny? Looks great. Does it look like more what you want from? Uh, well, Polyphony? I was looking at the trailer. I, I hated the fucking music. Okay. At the beginning it was cool and it just got annoying. Okay. But it looks great. I saw this and I was like, damn, maybe it's time to get back into Gran Turismo because I haven't played it since like A Spec. Three? Yeah. That was like PS2 era, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Wow. And there's been Gran Turismo games since then. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what cars there were, but like they look like super futuristic. Like, are those actual cars? Like, all those are real cars or are they concept cars? I don't remember what cars they show. They show like one with like a neon like X on the back, like a, like on the foil, like on the on the spoiler. It had like this like neon or LED strip kind of thing. It looked really cool. Yeah, I remember it in the trailer. I don't remember the name. 
Okay. Looks cool. Uh, I'm not really a racing guy. And this comes out March of next year. Again, 2022 looking like a stacked year, Johnny. Looking like a stacked year. Then, of course, the main event of the evening, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Johnny, when you saw, like, did you, I think everybody thought this was Infamous, right? Yes, that's the impression I You got. saw the electricity and like, oh, Infamous, Insomniac, that's what it is. And then, like, you see the glossing of the Spider-Man logo and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, duh, Miles has electric powers, duh. And then we all felt stupid right after that. And then we saw the Miles Morales. We saw his logo. We saw them team up against the, the same guy when they web him up and slam him to the ground. Uh-huh. And it sounds like we have Craven narrating. It sounds very much like a thick, like Russian kind of like. Serbian. A lot of people say that. So the, like... the thick Serbian like accent, right? Uh-huh. And like him, like he has like, I mean, there's no official voice for Craven, but every time he's showing up, like in any form of media, he always has like that accent, like this, like like he sounds like exotic, right? You think they're going to go heavy on the uh, villains again? I hope so, because the first Spider-Man had, had the Sinister Six, and that was like... I don't know how you can top the Sinister Six. I mean, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it with Kraven, and you're going to do it with Venom, like we saw in the trailer. Yes, and then Carnage can like do it on his own. I would have... You know what? I would have preferred Venom to be like a Spider-Man 3 villain. I feel like that would be more fitting. No, I think Venom should be Spider-Man 3. Well, do we have Venom? I mean, Carnage. Carnage? Okay, another symbiote character? Yeah, I guess... I, I, yeah, that could work. And the story... Like, the implications of Venom being there is so cool, because... It was kind of hinted in the first one. Well, Because was... we see Harry in the tank. Yeah, it was straight up there, like, in yeah. the face. Yeah, uh, But Spider-Man might get the fucking symbiote, dude. Yeah, when they showed the Spider-Man logo, it gets, like, the black background. Uh-huh. I really thought, like, we were going to see the symbiote suit. But then it was just... It just cut straight to the logo. So I could see that. I'm wondering, like, how would that would work with, like... Because i never seen, like, a story with Venom and Miles Morales both involved together. Oh, if they're going to do, like, the switch, uh, switching characters? Like, is Miles Morales going to maybe get the symbiote? That would be interesting, if you got the symbiote. Yeah, so people were saying that uh, Peter might get the symbiote, and then there's going to be, like... Miles is going to have to save him or something. Yes, there's going to be this friction between them. That would be, that would make a good story. I would love to see, like, some kind of, like, Spider-Man versus Spider-Man. That would be dope. Uh, and because they both had black suits at that point that would look really do- just visually that would look dope I think yeah so it's uh, wh- what's his name uh, Peter's friend best friend Harry uh, yeah so Harry gets it and then it, the symbiote goes to Spider-Man and then it might go to that other guy that's Venom oh uh, Flash no not Flash Thompson uh, Eddie Brock yes yeah so it'd be dope if that storyline happened I think then- the Venom we saw in the trailer I think is probably Harry and yeah, I imagine, yeah, sure. I imagine by the end of the game, it's going to end up in Eddie Brock's possession. I hope it goes to Eddie Brock, and then in the third one, it's Eddie Brock and Carnage together. Venom and Carnage together? Yeah. Maximum Carnage. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Do you think from the game, from like the concept of this game, do you think we get to play as Peter and Miles? Or do we just play as one and the other characters just an NPC? Cause I want them to. I want them. To, it looks like they're hinting like they'll be like team up like like finishers like, where you keep like you know if the other characters close enough like you guys can do like a like a split like you know, like combos and attacks. Yes. Uh, so you think it should be? Of course, it'll be open world, and then two players jump into that world, and you can do missions together, right? I don't know if it's going to be co op. I honestly don't know. But is that what you want? I would ideally like for some stuff to have co op options. 
I don't think storyline it would always make sense to have co-op stuff because like what if like something just happened only to Peter like like is there always gonna be situations where both Spider-Man are present I feel like they should just have like the linear story mm-hmm. and then you can switch switch them around like um, like yeah. Grand Theft Auto yeah we have the three characters right? yeah like let's say you want to do a certain segment and it's like you can do this thing or you can do this thing with the other character and like they play like different segments for each one yeah like one is better with this certain yes puzzles yes. and this enemy and you gotta go in there like all right it's time for this guy right yes i want to see that but like, i different different like skill trees for each one too but i also want the multiplayer component where you decide like hey uh when you got one of your friends online you're like hey i gotta go into this warehouse and take care of everybody in here it's like a like a way out yeah so you just <laughs> jump in when he needs to take care of that right okay but as far as the story you just switch switch characters oh i see what you mean so it's not like oh i have to wait for my friend no 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 it's just that if you want to yeah you do the lobby I mean, you do the the campaign, uh-huh. but there's also a, a lobby option where your friend could jump into the city and you do like those, like the like the on warehouse top of the rooftop, stuff, the warehouse, the sewers, all that. Like the little like kind of like not dungeons, but like the little like compartment compart yeah compartmentalized yes, like, exactly. sections, right? Uh-huh. That would be cool. Yeah, like the hideouts. There you go. The hideouts is what yep. I was looking for. Yeah, that would be dope. Uh, honestly, yeah, I would like it to be where you can choose, either, like, you can play, like, for one section, you can play as one of them, or, like, it gives you the option, like, hey, like, they have to split up for, like, a certain mission, like, Peter's gonna deal with some thugs, and maybe, like, Miles Morales has to defuse something, and it's, like, you can choose which scenario you prefer to do, and, like, the other one's automatically done for you, kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, the heist, like, in Grand Theft Auto Five, like you mentioned, where you go to the different perspectives and stuff, yeah. that would be dope, I would love that, is... I don't know, does Insomniac really have experience with, like, multiplayer stuff? Uh, I really don't have any doubt they can do, like, anything they want now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure, like, at this point, PlayStation is like, like, spare no expense. Like, we'll just throw money at Insomniac to do it. We'll give you the people, we'll give you the funds. You have a blank check. (laughs) All right. I'm really excited for that one. That one we're not going to see until 2023, Johnny. I told you these games are... All these I mean, I know it makes sense, but I really would have loved like a late, like fourth quarter 2022. Yeah, but it makes sense. Like uh, the PS4, we didn't have any charging until like 2015, and the console was out in 13. True. Fair enough. Then we got probably Johnny's favorite game of the whole showcase: God of War Ragnarok. Johnny, that's my guy. God of War Ragnarok. We see there's more snow again. Uh, kind of bummed that there's just more snow again, but I guess we're still like in the Norse region, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah people were complaining about the game looking too samey. Oh, are you talking just... about that stupid boat? Uh, yeah, that dumb shit. Yeah, about the boat. Like, oh, they reused the same. Uh, same yeah, for the boat, like the way he gets on, like the same. Like, yeah. yeah. I thought that was dumb, because, like, why would you not recycle, like, the most basic stuff? Like, it, it literally has no effect on the game. Why even, like, complain about it? Yeah. And, like, Sony Santa Monica is not a lazy studio. Developers in general are not lazy for the work they do, but, like, definitely not Sony Santa Monica. So that argument is null and void. I liked how some some people brought it up in the comments for, like, the YouTube video about how uh, how the first game shows... Uh, what's his name again? The kid. What's his name? Atreus. Okay, I knew it was Atreus. Okay, I was going to say Atreus, but Atreus how In the first one, he's learning how to hunt. Mm-hmm. And this one starts off with him just walking in with like the deer carcass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like I got this down. Like yeah. I got this down. And he looks, oh, he looks a lot older, right? He looks like he doesn't look like a little kid. I, feel, I don't. I feel like it's not old enough. 
It looks like at least four or five, four or three years have passed. Yeah, I think because he has that growth spurt. I think a thimble winter takes three years. I don't know what that is, but okay. It's like uh, it's just the events that lead up to Ragnarok. Oh, okay, okay. What did you get from the? I still have not finished the original God of War. Just to be fair, I know a major spoiler revolving around the kid. You already know it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm not going to mention it just in case anybody's listening who does care about playing the game eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, some there's like a destiny awaiting this kid that has to happen. Yes. And there's we finally see. Oh no, I think Thor is in the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like now, there's actually a hint of like a. I love that scene where he shows up. He's like, "You seem like a calm and reasonable person." Yeah. Like, are you a calm, reasonable person? Like, like it gets like the tension. Like, oh shit! Like it's about to happen. I think, I think most people thought like I thought it was a Josh problem. It kind of sounds like him, but I don't I, think it's not him. It's not it's him. Not. But it sounds kind of like him. Yeah. He has like that Thanosy like bassy voice. That should be true. John, what are your thoughts? You haven't really told me anything. What do you think? What do you think? Did you feel like you saw enough? I just not don't too know much? where to start because. It feels like they gave us too much. Is Tyr... I know Tyr's like the Norse god of war. Yes. Is he like fundamental to like the story like in the first one? Because I don't remember. Well, the surprise is that everybody thought Tyr was dead. Oh, okay. So him showing he up... He hadn't checked in for a while or what? Yeah, oh, man. It's kind of spoilers. Okay. Like, I do want to talk about it. But okay, I'm so like, it's him this... being alive. Is that like a big deal? Yeah. Is he a giant? He looks big. He's a giant. Okay. Wait. Because he... he's related to... Uh, Thor is his half-brother. Okay. Thor is his half-brother, but it's... So they're both from Odin. Yeah, I don't know how complicated this is going to get, but... So Thor is his half-brother, which means that the other guys that Kratos killed were also his... Balder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his loyalty wasn't to them. So I'm not sure if that's even going to play a role. Uh, okay. And I don't know if Tyr is going to stab the, uh, Kratos in the back. Because it looks like they're going out of his way to out of their way to find him. And it's not like like they're trying to kill him. They want. It sounds like they need their, his help for something. So did you see uh, at the end of God of War? I know you didn't get to the, to play that, mm-hmm. but did you already see the writings at the end of God of War? Were the you writings? Only... Yes, because you, you have to take the ashes up to the mountain, right? I, I remember that's like the entire goal of the whole game, I think, yeah. Yeah, so right before you, you let no, the ashes... I didn't get that far, no. So you didn't see the temple and the... No, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> see, like, you I got to talk lo- about it, but I got, I'm like, it's too many spoilers. I got lost, because the game is... Okay, the 2018 God of War is much more open-world-ish than the previous games. Mm-hmm. And I'm like so lost because now they want me to go to Jordan High, the ice like place or whatever, the with the frost giants, and like I don't know where I'm supposed to go because like the game doesn't have like a waypoint showing me where I'm supposed to go. Well, you have YouTube. Yeah, I guess I have YouTube. I'll get back to it eventually. But what were your impressions of like? Okay, like don't don't spoil it. But what do you think in terms of like? Okay, first of all, we see that you're switching between the Leviathan axe and the actual uh, blades of chaos, mm-hmm. which super dope, super dope. I love that because spoiler. No, it's in the trailer. For the game, you see him switch between the blades of chaos, and then he takes a, he switches to the Leviathan axe. It's in the trailer. It's not a spoiler if it's in the trailer. But anyways, do they show the actual? Axe? Yes, yes. Or do they just show the chains? I see the chains, and I'm pretty sure they showed the axe, unless I imagined it. Whatever. It's just splitting hairs. All right. So it looks like there'll be some more gameplay variety. 
Uh, I wonder if you're still gonna be doing like those team up moves with Atreus, where he's like just sniping in the background kind of thing. Oh, dude, did you see Atreus uh, when he was on his buck? So there's a a scene. It's just cool to see Atreus develop his his powers. Mm-hmm. So he like spawned a a deer or a buck and oh, jumps on it. That's and what he's I was smashing okay. everybody on the in the crowd. I saw that, but I know control. I know what that was exactly. Okay, so he he made that deer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. That looks fucking badass. The world looks like you got gonna go to the world of the dwarves, where they. Well, they said all the realms are gonna be represented in the game. Yeah, but like the dwarves have this special thing where it's like you can't you can't see them. They're able to travel through realms, mm-hmm. but they never have to get into a fight because of that special way that they travel. Oh. So they okay. can just escape. So you're gonna go to that location, which is like a realm between realms. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all kind of like that, but so like a central hub of some kind. It's kind of like a hidden realm. Okay. And you look over the, the horizon, and you see their fucking town, and it's all so dense. So if we're, go- we're going to see all the realms, that means we're going to see... All- are, are you in Midgar by default, or no? I don't know. Midgar is like the world of like the humans, like the regular people. Like us, I guess. I I, I'm assuming that's default. Okay. Because I was like, I wonder if you see Midgar. I'm like, wait a minute, what if we were in Midgar the whole time? So that might be it, then. They don't show the uh, world serpent? Uh, the, only in the... No, not in this trailer, No, no. So, that, so what's going on with him? Is it still around? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I figured for some reason he'd be dead by the end of the game. I think the serpent fights Thor, so there's going to be a massive battle. Oh, right I do remember that because there's that massive statue of Thor in the first game. Uh-huh. And it, it references, I think either Atreus or somebody references like, oh yeah, like he got bit by the world serpent. Or like something. There's, like a, there's some kind of animosity between him and the world serpent. Mm-hmm. I do so remember So we're going to see full on Ragnarok. Uh, Tyr, I believe his arm is bitten off by a giant wolf. I forgot the name of the wolf in Norse mythology. Oh, uh, it's the one with the sword in its mouth, right? I, yeah, I forgot his name. Though. Uh, not, is it Fenrir or no? Fenrir, yes. Okay, it's Fenrir. So we're going to see that big-ass wolf, and we might fight that thing. Uh, of course, we're going to get more dragons. Did you get to the dragon parts? The thunder dragon? The electric one? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh... What are else? dragons a Norse thing? I was, I didn't even know that was like a Norse thing for dragons to be a thing. I don't know. I don't. I don't know, I don't okay. know like that. All right. Uh, and then we get to fight. What's her name? Shit. Freya. Freya. Freya looks badass. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know much about Norse mythology, honestly. But I don't know what else I could say about the trailer without. You like, can tell the game the looks story. way better though. Like no, when, it looks great. Like when you see the comparison of like the boat animation from both games, like oh, like. For sure, this one looks way better than the old one. Were your concerns, Johnny, about the PS4 and PS5 version both being a thing? Are they kind of like calmed down now that you now that you've seen it? Do you are you like not as worried? Well, I don't think we've seen a PS4 version. Do you think we saw the PS5 optimized version? Yeah, for sure. But you have to imagine the PS4 version looks fundamentally the same in terms of like animations know. and. I'm I'm concerned about the Horizon version of the game, like Horizon <laughs> Forbidden West. Right. I don't think it's just going to be a matter of like, oh, we just got a load, right? Right. It's not going to be that. So for this one, for sure, God of War uh, Ragnarok is going to be, going forward, one of the like $10 upgrade games, right? Yeah. Dude, I can't, I can't play any of these games on PS4. You refuse to have like the no, subpar version? I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm done with the PS4. I'm only playing like... Whatever's current PS4. Like whatever... Whatever comes out this year, right? I'll play, and it's not like those crazy AAA games that I really want to play. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That, that's gotta go. I have to wait. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. 
All right, that that's okay. God of War. That was the last game that they showed, I believe, and that's pretty much sums up the entire showcase. Johnny, if you were to break down the showcase, or if you gave her the, if you were to grade it overall, not just parts of it, but and the entire showcase as a whole, what would you give it a grade? What letter grade? That's so hard, dude. Would you say this is one of the better ones? At its worst, overall, at its worst. Compared to like E3 like showcases, how would you compare this? For me, well, I'm gonna give you time to think. For me, I felt like this was like a B minus. I was gonna say that at its worst, it was a B minus, considering everything. Yeah, I felt like certain parts were clearly like A or S tier. Mm-hmm. And then some of the stuff in the middle kind of brought it down, like with a C or a D. Yeah, if it was just the Sony stuff, it, it just would have got to be close. I felt like it would have been stronger if they had not included uh, the Ghost Recon, not a Ghost Recon. Um, Deathloop. No, was it Ghost Recon? Oh, I'm sorry, Rainbow Six stuff. They had left Rainbow Six out. If they had left the Alan Wake stuff, the GTA Five stuff for sure. I felt like taking out those three would have probably improved my overall feelings of the of the showcase. Well, I didn't like anything except the Project Eve. Are you talking about like the beginning part? Yeah, because there's the exclusive stuff, and then there's everything in between and yeah. before it. Yeah. And the only thing I really liked before it, everything that I... From the first art, from the first act. The only thing that I really liked that wasn't like a Sony exclusive... Wait, is Eve exclusive? I don't think so. Okay, so that's the one thing I liked that was not exclusive. I don't think it was. I could be wrong. I'm looking back right now. I'm trying to see. Yeah, there's no mention of it being exclusive. I don't think it is. It it might be. I doubt it. I doubt it. All right. So, yeah. Uh, at worst, B minus. At best, uh, A plus. Okay. Yeah. Overall, I think I'm going to stick at B minus. I felt like we've had some better, like, bangers, like, throughout the years. I'm thinking about my favorite one was, the, of course, the Final Fantasy VII remake reveal mm-hmm. back when they showed that in Shenmue three, and some of the others. I think the one where they showed Kingdom Hearts three. But I feel like, overall, this is more quality than not, though. I feel like all the stuff we did see, like, especially from the third act, was, like, like they just for some reason saved all the best for last had they distributed it more evenly i think it would have been i probably would feel different yeah i like this format better of just having the games back to back to back to back yes at the end put the oh. stuff at the end okay yeah i'm cool with that because i feel yeah if you had put all the good stuff at the beginning i feel people probably would have like tuned out or not cared about the rest after that right yeah we would have waited anticipating something more and then we just been disappointed yeah yeah okay that makes sense all right uh that kind of sums up our feelings of the showcase johnny johnny we didn't really get into any stories this this week just because we knew the showcase was going to take up most of our talking time we're at about an hour in what have you been playing what have you been playing since last time okay so i think joe mentioned last time on the pod that he was really into uh plants versus zombies actually oh really so i gave that a little try Joe, uh, Joe of which pod, Johnny? What are you talking about? Which pod are we talking about? The None of Your Business podcast. None of our business. Our business. <laughs> none of your business. <laughs> that sounds like a very rude co- podcast. <laughs> That's right. Our cousin Joe of the None of Our Business. So he mentioned uh, of the None of Our Business podcast. He mentioned Plants vs. Zombies, really? I don't remember that. Yeah, I think he did, He but he didn't elaborate on it. Okay. So I give it a try. I, I get why he's... Is it the newest one? Yeah. What's it called? 
Because it's not just Plants vs. Zombies, right? I think it has like a subtitle or something. I don't remember the subtitle, but it's on, it was on PlayStation. Okay. So I gave it a try. I could see... Oh, was it the free one for like one yeah. of them? Okay, okay. Yeah, it was that one. Uh, I get what he meant by like why he brought it up. It's just not a game for me though. But the polish is there. The mechanics are there. It's just too kitty for me. Have you played any of the game? Okay, so that was one of the PlayStation Plus games from a while back. Did you play any of the ones from last month or no? Uh, what was on last month? Um, the fact that I can't. Oh, the that was that free arena battle royale oh, game. Oh no, I didn't touch the Hunt, hunter games. hunter grant hunting something hunter something. Well, that was the most recent one. Yeah, last month. For the predator. No, predator. I think was a month before that. No, last time they had like Pez or something. They had a soccer game. Oh, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer, yes. Yeah, I didn't touch that. And then they had this, uh, I don't know what it was, what it was, like this Japanese-inspired game. I don't know. That's kind of vague. Everything is Japanese-inspired. Last last month was lame. Okay. Okay. This month. So this month we had uh, Predators, Hunting Grounds. We have Hitman 2. I played a match on Predators. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, just... Did you play as a predator? or Did you play as like the? I played soldiers? as a squad I was, okay. because I was trying to get a, an idea of what the mechanics were. Okay. Uh, environments look super generic. It's very much like generic. yeah, it's very much like Dead by Daylight and like the Friday the Thirteenth game. Yeah, it feels like a very generic shooter. There okay. was nothing that that captured me. Well, supposedly the ideal experience is playing as a predator himself, which kind of sucks because that leaves everybody else kind of out in the out in the cold. Yeah. What are the odds that you play as a predator? I don't know. I think you can queue up as a predator specifically, and like you'll like it'll merge you with a lobby where you can be the predator like specifically. Well, I think I don't re- I don't know for sure. I didn't like it at all. Okay, it was boring. I played one match. Maybe I should have gave it more time. But... So predator and Plants vs Zombies so far. Yeah, and then there was Hitman. Hitman two. And Hitman. Hitman two. I thought I thought it was gonna be cool. Uh oh. And. uh it's just a game that's so popular. I would think that there's it something just there. have more polish to mm-hmm. it. Like the the graphics aren't there. They feel like very like the beginning of PS4, maybe even PS3. Wow. Uh, the way you go about things, I think it's cool. It's it's really cool. Like you could pick up a rat poison. Like the like one of the first missions, you get into the house, you pick up rat poison, you can put it into the into the drinks, knowing that somebody's gonna come through, right? Mm-hmm. You could pick up guns. You could pick up like uh, uh, clubs or whatever. You could hide in like closets. All this stuff. It's cool. Like investigating and picking up stuff is, is fun. There's multiple like approaches to doing the mission. Yeah. So I I remember doing the first mission where I collected a bunch of things, and there was a point where a character was gonna come through, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I was gonna throw a can, but I didn't have it in the menu, so I had a fucking shotgun, right? So I shot him by accident. I killed this guy, and everybody comes through. And when the uh, when the actual combat pops off, mm-hmm. it just sucks. It just feels so shitty. To be fair, Hitman, I don't think is der- is supposed to be like a running gun kind of game. It's not. Me- it's not meant to be played that way. But that's what I mean. Like the game has so many iterations. Why isn't this polished already? Mm. Why doesn't this feel fluid? Like, it feels right. clumsy. It feels clunky. Yeah. Okay. I haven't played it yet. I'm gonna play it later this month. I haven't. I have not had a chance to play it yet. So, I'm, that kind of brings my expectations. It feels very low budget. That kind of brings my expectations down quite a bit, <laughs> honestly. So that's disappointing. Yeah. Was that all you played in the last week? As far as games go, yeah. Well, what else? Okay, what else were you playing that weren't games then? 
<laughs> no, no. Well, uh, for him and I, I went to the next level, and then I did the the other level, and I was like, "That's it. Like that's all fucking that shit." Uh-huh. It's, it's disappointing. <sighs> all right. Uh, I played a couple games. Um, by the way, if you want, you can now play Lost in Random because I got it. Remember the one with the dice with the girl? Oh, cool! I got that one just two days ago. It's the really cool like Tim Burton looking game. Uh-huh. The one that we saw like in the while a while back, and like I, I really want to play that one, so I actually got it. There's a PS5 and PS4 version, so you can also play it now, Johnny, if you want to. Um, so I've only been playing that for two days, but since the last time I recorded, I started actually playing Control, mm-hmm. which is a Johnny-recommended game. And I'm going to be honest, Johnny, I don't know what you see in the game. Okay. I play, let's see, I've put about four, maybe three hours into the game so far. That's nothing. How long is the game? Long damn time. Okay. Um, the game... I feel like all the areas look the same. Okay. The building, like, it's a massive building, and, like, oh, thank God there's a map, because without the map, I would be completely lost. The map sucks. It's a terrible map, but at least it, I can check it every now and then and see, like, am I heading in the general direction I'm supposed to be heading? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the map is not great. I wish... Th- is there a mini-map? Or do I have to constantly open the map? Because it's annoying. I forgot. I don't think there's a mini-map option, which is very, like, in 20... 20- whatever 19 when the game came out it's like why would you not pretty sure there is a minimap but I forgot okay then I just can't find it then um the gunplay is very bland no yes so are you levitating shit already that's not gunplay okay I'm talking about using the pistol is very it feels very like imprecise it feels clunky and imprecise the shooting mechanics the shooting specifically I feel like it it feels real to a detriment, maybe feels real. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, the cool thing is, I don't have to worry about ammo because it just regenerates if I wait long enough. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I kind of like the cover system. The cover system's all right. I got like my first power, which is like pretty much just grabbing things and throwing things. It's the one you get from the floppy disk thing. Again, another thing is this game is really weird. Yes. And not weird like Kojima, where it's cool and kind of captivating, but weird like the game wants you to care about things that I just don't care about. There's so many collectibles, but out of curiosity, I'll read the collectibles. And everything's just redacted. Everything's just blacked out. And I'm like, what's the point of me looking at this? Like, the game is asking questions that I don't care the, for the answers for. Like, there's these collectibles like, oh, like, we extracted blank from blank. And now we're like, remember to proceed with blank caution and like blank, blank. And I'm like, okay, that all makes sense later. Okay, can you like unredact the stuff? No. no. Ugh. Cause there's so many documents and like all of them are like half of the stuff is just blacked out and I'm like, am I supposed to care about this? Some of it is actually useful though, because like right before a major boss battle, you'll find like a document that kind of hints at like the weakness or something, mm-hmm. or like oh like watch out for this one person kind of thing and like oh coincidentally I run into that character like next right after finding that document. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, and like I don't even understand why are these people floating around the building? Oh my! Please God. tell me there's a reason. Yes. Is it explained? Yes. Okay, okay, fine, that's fine. Uh, if it's revealed later, then I'll... I just don't like having unsatisfying answers at the end of a game. You're only three hours in. Yes. You want way too many answers for three hours. Well, the game's asking me all these, like, it's pr- it's presenting these questions, and I'm like, like, I don't even care about this right now, because you're not even giving me, like, information. Like, it, it all makes sense later. Like, there's things called objects of power. I know about that, yes. Okay. The, the phone... 
the floppy disk, the gun for some reason. There's a there's a weird tone, but it, it somehow does something kind of like Kojima, where you it you only get the humor if you understand Kojima, and that applies into this game. Because later on they're gonna get really fucking goofy. Some of the stuff is kind of cool. Like I remember I saw a document about there like being like an object of power, and it describes it as like a boot. And like, mm-hmm. and like, oh, that's the thing that's like making my head hurt when I approach it. Like the sonic vibration thing that damages you. Yeah. Is there going to be, I'm assuming there's going to be something that's going to allow me to go back to go to those areas, right? Well, what area are you going? Well, because there's rooms where I try to go get close. Oh, yes. Some... But like, there's like a vibration that prevent like hurts me. Yeah, some locations are just, uh, you just have to go through other. So it's like a Metroidvania. There's going to be a lot of backtracking. There's plenty of backtracking, yes. Mm. And there's like a lot of locations, like there's the, uh, I think it's called the cigarette room or the maze room. You can access it. You're going to want to. I And this is one of the things that doesn't know me about the game, where it tells you, where it doesn't tell you, you can't access this. It's not explicit in telling you this. So, so you're going to keep trying, not knowing that you're not even supposed to be there yet. There's one location in particular. Okay. And that room is like, I think it's a cigarette and a maze room. That one in particular, I was like, I can get there, but it just wasn't time for it. I see. It wasn't like the the script wasn't allowing you to. Yeah, the narrative was like, no, you gotta go over here first. Okay. There was a cool there was a cool puzzle where like I read a document and I understood what the puzzle was. Where like I'll go and like transport it. There's like a string you pull, and it transports you to like a hotel. That part is kind of confusing. At and first. then like you have to ring the bell, and then I noticed that ringing the bell changes which door is open. And so that was like that was a neat puzzle because I eventually figured it out. Yeah. But just some of the stuff is like very obtuse, and I'm like, I don't know if I really care about these questions. It's like, oh, I, I bet you're I, wishing, I bet you wanted to know what's being redacted. And I'm like, no, not really, because you're not giving me enough to like care about. I'm not invested. And by the way, like the main character, I like how she does like the narrating thing in her head, and she talks to like whatever force is with her. Uh-huh. That's interesting. I don't really get her motivations. Her, she's not very, she's not a very compelling character, honestly. She's no, kind of just not, whatever. That's true. That's true. She's kind of whatever there. The thing she's talking to, I'm interested in. But her herself, I'm kind of like, this is you're a very bland and boring character. Maybe she gets better later on. I don't know. But maybe she has character growth at the end. But right now, she's kind of just very, like, two-dimensional. Like She's going to stay two-dimensional. Oh, dang. Okay. Um, I think right now, you're, you're, you care. You actually do care too much, which is... Which is, like, you care too much and you're looking for these answers and you're being let down because you're not getting the answers. It feels like a very one-sided relationship in a way, yeah. But I, I think you should play the game not caring. Okay. Just, just go through the narrative like, okay, whatever, let's just see. It's just they... I don't find the gameplay compelling. Yeah, And that's yet. hard for me. Not... If the story is not grabbing me and the gameplay is not grabbing me, that's a problem. I get I get that. I just don't, like, dude, you're not even levitating. I'm going right to keep playing it. I'm going to keep playing it, but this is definitely, like... I'm going to update you every now and then because this is going to be a slow burn for me, honestly. I get it. This is the kind of game I'll play for two hours and like, okay, I'm going to move on to something else. I'm going to come back to it later. Because I've been doing that like this whole past week. I'll play an hour and I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. But I'm kind of like, I want to see what happens. I kind of want to see what happens. I want to see what happens with the overall narrative. Like, okay, who are these directors? Like, what's going on? Okay. So what is this hiss thing? Like, yes. I'm kind of interested. The other side stuff is the stuff that I'm kind of pissed off about. Because, like, I hate seeing, like, when they dangle the carrot in front of you with the redacted nonsense. And I feel like there's not going to be a payoff to that. I think you should approach the game with a with a feeling of, like, just play it. Just upgrade your stuff. Just as passively. As, passively. As far as the narrative goes, just be like, man, fuck you, whatever. Just, just don't think about it too much. Do I have to read the documents? Because I feel like I have to. 
Nah, not really. Because I feel like without the documents, the game is very kind of like... It, there's not much exposition, really. Uh, Like, if you're expecting like a bunch of cinematics that give no. you a lot of exposition, it's not going to be like that. Well, I'm saying like, is there stuff that's revealed in the documents that kind of like makes the game make more sense? Nah, like... Okay, so you're... it's all just like random side, like, oh, this is a story about this character kind of thing. Yeah, if you're reading the documents, it'd be like reading about... uh. Darth Maul's mother and that storyline. It's just like not really attached to the game. Like it tells you about your current state of the, like what's going on currently in the mm-hmm. game, but it's it's a little bit like. So it's like the codex entries like in like Uncharted or something where it's like just random background like oh this is a treasure from such and such place. Yeah, to me, I love it. Like I love the fucking narrative. Like if you want to be attached to anything, it's like figure out what the hiss is mm-hmm. figure out what the old house is the oldest house the building right yes yeah like why is it what it is I, that's kind of interesting because they kind of mentioned like oh it's just always been here like and like it rejects people or accepts people I'm like what like this is some kind of like harry potter like it's a building that's like self-aware like that okay that's kind of interesting like normal people can't see it only people who are looking for it can find it like okay like i thought that was kind of interesting I want to find out more about... Th- I do... I am curious about the main story. I'm just asking you if I should care about the side content stuff. No, not very much. No. Okay. Like, you're, you're you're probably going to get that feeling for some time. It's going to... The whole game is going to be... A do time. I eventually get better weapons in the pistol? Uh, You get a pistol. It, it depends on your game style. Okay, like, is there more... The... I'm, I'm, I need more straight. Is there more guns? Yeah, yeah. You get okay, a pistol. You get a know. shotgun. You get, like, a sniper. That's all I wanted to know. You get... There's, like, five guns. Do they all regenerate ammo? They all regenerate, and they okay, all have great. different upgrade trees. Cool, cool. Uh, and then the powers are, like... I'm just throwing stuff, which I don't mind, because it's actually... I got to the point where, like, throwing stuff breaks, like, the enemy shield, so then I can shoot him. So that's cool. So the thing right now, I think you're not uh, you're not very deep in the gameplay. It's just very obtuse to me, yeah. So what I think it's going to get exciting for you is when you when you got, like, three gun class... Oh, you have this one thing that shoots, like... Uh, kind of like small grenades, something mm, like that. Okay, that's my favorite fucking like gun. a cluster grenade kind of thing. I yeah, it's, that's my favorite gun. I use that all the time. All right, but it'll be cool when you get like three type of guns, and then you start to levitate, and you have to balance between like dodging, levitating, blocking, and shooting. And while the, while your guns are are regenerating, is when you have to use your powers. And then you when you combine those two is when it gets very like synergetic yeah there's definitely a, a mechanic a combat loop where like i'm waiting for my gun to reload and i'll start using like the force push thing where you go up to him and you're just like mm-hmm. push and then like that depletes so they have to go back to your gun yeah yeah i kind of i kind of get that loop right there already yeah because i i can only throw so many things before i have to start using my gun again yeah, yeah. okay i want to stick with it i'm just i'm just don't expect me to be done with it anytime soon because it's going to be like a slow like, okay, like I haven't played in a while. Let me give it, like, an hour or so kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I'm playing, like, right now I'm playing Lost in Random, and that's, like, a game that's way more interesting to me, even though it's, like, way more, like, kiddie-ish. Yeah. But, like, the combat loop. So, like, in Lost in Random, the combat is, like, you don't really have, like, weapon, per se, to start with. Mm-hmm. You have to use, like, your slingshot to hit, like, weak spots on enemies. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do damage to them, but it makes them drop, like, these little crystal things. When you collect the crystals, it fills up a meter on the side. And when the meter is filled up, that's when you get to use, like, the cards you have. Mm-hmm. And so, like, depending on what you roll, because you know you have a little dicey character, right? Yeah. So when the meter fills up, you can throw the dicey character, and whatever number he lands on, 
you get like a certain amount of actions. It's more of like a card game, right? Kind of. A but board game. I mean, you could switch out the card mechanics to make it like a board game, and it would be essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. The cards are just visual like cues, really. Yeah. I mean, they can make it like marbles or something else. You know what I mean? It would still be the same thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, so you like get a certain amount of like points, and you can spend those points on different things. Like there's like a card that like heals you, and it has like a low like cost. Then there's like special like attacks, like a big giant bomb, and that takes up like way more points to use. Mm-hmm. And so like the gameplay kind of cycles around where like if you like dodge a perfect attack, like with a perfect dodge, mm-hmm. like the enemy drops crystals for you. So like when you go into an encounter, you can't fight right off the bat. You kind of have to build up this meter that allows you to like make like a sword appear out of nowhere or make like a bow appear like just like it just like manifests itself. Does it kind of have a story? There is an interesting story. Is it a it's, deep story? Uh, okay, it's like the first ten minutes. Uh, you your character is named Even. She has a sister named Odd. Uh, she gets your sister gets kidnapped by like the evil queen who like lives like in a much nicer like kingdom area, like a nicer like up. Like, society is divided into, like, six levels. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, in numerical order. So, like, the ones, they call them the oneers, are, like, the lowest of the low, like, the peasants. And then, like, the second level where the twos are, like, that's, like, kind of, like, the merchant, like, the regular kind of folk. And I haven't been to the third one yet. The third one's, like, coming up. Like, I, I'm at the door, but I have to do something else to open the door. So, like, each, there's, like, a different, there's, like, six levels of society, with six being, like, the castle, like, the highest of highest. Mm -hmm. So, your character's trying to get her sister back, and then she meets, like, different characters on the way who kind of, like, help her out or, like, give her advice and stuff. But most of the combat is pretty much, like, a loop where you're just, uh, you use weapons, but your weapons break. So, then you have to go back to using the slingshot to generate Mm -hmm. more crystals, to spend those crystals on new powers, and it kind of... It kind of just loops around like there. Okay. So you don't have like a permanent weapon because your weapon always breaks at the end of the encounter. And then so you have to create a new one for the next one. So it kind of goes like that. Uh, It's pretty fun. The humor is definitely there. This feels like a very Tim Burton-like game where like the characters are like ranged from like normal to like really like weird, like abstract, freaky looking. Mm -hmm. That's never scary, but just kind of like like abstract, like out there, like MC Escher stuff kind of thing. Okay. So the game is pretty cool. I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's a lighthearted platform action adventure kind of game. A little strategy, but it's it's something I didn't know. It's scratching an itch, an itch that I didn't know I had, which was like something more whimsical and like not doesn't take itself seriously. It's kind of just like it's like something that you would have played out in the PS2 era, like a Psychonauts kind of style game. You feel like this is still in the category of uh, Little Nightmares? Yes. Well, it's not. Little Nightmares is is a little bit scarier, I think. Really, Little Nightmares is a little scarier. This feels more like uh, the night. That's true. This feels more like. Well, uh, I haven't played it, but like the part where you see the mannequins. Yes, that's kind of freaky. Yeah. And then this uh, Lost and Random feels much more like if Tim Burton made like another like the Night Before Christmas kind of thing, mm-hmm. a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of thing. Okay. Where it's whimsical, funny. Yeah, they poke fun at like death and like morbid stuff, but it's still kind of like funny overall. So I'm enjoying that. And you can play it too, John. You can play it too now because I have it and you you have access to it also. So, cool. uh, Other than that, I think that's all I've really played this past week. I've been really busy with work and stuff. Like I have to make lesson plans and stuff. So Control, Lost and Random are the two main games I'm kind of juggling right now. So yeah. 
I think that's it, Johnny. So, while we move into the final phase, the final segment of our show, The Pitch. For those of you who do not know, and in the words of Biggie, if you don't know, now you know. The Pitch is a segment where Johnny and I take two canisters. Uh, we take two random crunched up pieces of paper. Uh, each one has either a theme, like space, World War II, the ocean, time travel... And we combine it with a game genre such as first-person shooter, platformer, puzzle, racer, uh, strategy. And we kind of try to come up with the best combination for a unique and uh, hopefully interesting game. So, Johnny, I have medieval and military. (laughs) That does not match. What would you have? You're going to help me sort these things out. One day. Eventually. But today is not that day. Ah, no. What? Visual novel. A visual novel? No. A military visual novel? No. no okay. No. A medieval visual novel? No. I don't think, yeah, a visual novel doesn't sound like, into, like I mean, because it's, it's, there's only one way to really do a visual novel. There's not that much, like, flexibility, really. There's only been, like, one or two games I've played that were visual novels that were, like, amazing. Actually, three. Three I can think of. I played one recently that I really liked. Okay, this isn't a a genre, but it's a crime mystery. Sort of genre-ish. So you want to put crime mystery with medieval or crime mystery with military? Well, medieval would be... Well, hold on. Both of those are a crime mystery. That's not... That's a theme. That's not a genre. Yeah. And the ones I have, medieval and military, are just genres. They're not... I mean, I'm sorry. Our themes are not genres. How do we keep messing this up? (laughs) Let me find one that is a genre of game. Alright, this one is, uh... No, that's Russia. Russia's not a genre of a game. No one says, oh, that's a Russia game. Look for another one, Johnny. One's actually a genre. Theme park. That's not... uh, Okay, I think you have the genres. Yeah, I have genres. So I'm just pointing out themes here. What do you got? Noir. Noir? Noir. That's... uh, Again, that's a theme, not a genre. (laughs) Fantasy. That's a theme. That's a theme? Yeah. Why do we not have genres? Where did they all go? I don't know what happened, dude. This this thing was organized, like, at the beginning. MMO. Okay. Are we going with a medieval MMO or a military MMO? That's been done for a thousand times. A million times. Which one? Military and MMO and medieval and MMO. A military MMO? I'm not sure that's a real thing. I mean, we have haunted. A haunted MMO? Haunted? No, no. Haunted. Haunted Military. military? Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, haunted is a theme though, Johnny. I keep telling you. Okay, steampunk. Steampunk? That's a theme, Johnny. Did we switch the caps? Is that what happened? I don't know. What do know. you have? I have all themes. I want to keep looking. What's that one say? It's genres. So it has to be there, unless you come. Unless... I think we switched the caps. Hi, Johnny. All right, all right. This one says Caribbean. No, I have genres, Johnny. Open world. Okay. That gives us an idea. Open world, what? Medieval game? Open world military game? I'd rather do open world military, of course. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So that's my thing. What would an open world military game look like? Like, are we just invading places or what? No, this would look like COD and what's it called? Uh, oh, what's the competitor to COD? Battlefield? Battlefield. How, Battlefield's not an open world game. Though. I think we need a modifier. Okay. Pick one. All right. Open world military game. I mean, it just sounds like you're just taking over countries. <laughs> colonizer, we can call it that. Colonizer, colon colonizer, 
cold in there. <laughs> so we got body modifications. That makes sense. No, okay, a, a different one. We've done that before. Open world military robots. All right. I open world military game with robots. Are we fighting the? Is this Terminator? Are we fighting the robots? Oh yes. Okay. Which, what else you got? The modifier you gave me says book. Book. Yeah. <laughs> Are we fighting with books? So there's a magic book. No. <laughs> or we're trying to, to capture a book. The robots have a book that we need. Well, that's if we go with both. Of them. Uh, the other one says Chimera. That's kind of vague. That's cool. Are we talking about like a a, a lion eagle? horse kind of chimera like a like a sphinx bioengineering weather event that's dope which okay i don't see what you see tell me what's dope about it we could go with medieval because that's like up your alley type of thing what are you trying to say johnny do you prefer calling me a nerd you just prefer like hogwarts type of stuff. <laughs> i actually don't really care for harry potter but I get, right. I'm, I'm slightly offended but i get what you're saying i get what you're saying fantasy stuff i get it Okay, so we're going to do military open world, and we're going to do robots. <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds like you know Terminator. What? What, about, what about if we go back to Vietnam again? How about we just do the basic idea, which was military open world weather event. All right, what you got? Okay, in the future, there is, it's the United States of America, okay? And the military, there's a massive earthquake. No, no, no. There's a massive thunderstorm. A massive thunderstorm. And, like, a lightning bolt hits, like, one of the robots. And then that one gets hit by other robots. Like, the robots get hit by, like, lightning. And, like, it short circuits, like, their, like, personality, like, thingy. They had personalities to begin with? I mean, it short circuits, like, their, like, the thing that helps them, like, identify, like, hostiles and friendlies. Okay. And so now... Oh, it could be like an EMP kind of thing. It doesn't have to be like a thunderstorm. It could be maybe it was like a solar storm, like the radiation, still, like the solar, the sun when it has like the flares. All right. You know what I'm talking about? Like when the sun sends, shoots out like random flares or whatever and it, caught, it messes with like the electricity stuff uh-huh. in the air. Yeah. So, uh, okay, imagine the U.S. is hit with a massive blackout from the sun, massive solar flare. Mm-hmm. It's a, it turns off everything and then when everything gets turned back on, the robots reboot. And when mm-hmm. they reboot, now, like, the thing that helps them identify friendlies and hostiles, now everything is hostile. If they get hit with an EMP, though, it would just fry the system. It's not going to change their But the loyalty. robots ha- are in charge of the grid. They have control of the military bases. But why would it change their loyalty or their objective? Uh, it fried their, like, the thing that helps them identify, like, friendlies, and then everybody's just hostile by default. So they will also shoot each other. No, they can identify other robots. It, it's like a, it's, it searches for like non-robots, like humans. Okay. And so this because of this massive storm, like, and because of like the jump that the robots have on the military, like, and they wipe out a huge portion of like our armed forces. Like we didn't see this coming, kind of thing. All right. And so the robots have kind of this is kind of similar to be uh to uh, Detroit become human if you follow like the robot path. Anyway, anyways. Mm-hmm. So now the robots have are they're starting to form like hunting parties, right? And now like they're like fighting against humanity. Humanity, for some reason, we never got the electric grid back up, mm-hmm. and so now we're very we're warring a very primitive war against robots. And the robots are smart; they're making new kinds of robots. They have drones. T Rexes. No, not T Rexes. Uh, I got a feeling you're creating Horizon. 
Oh, I see what you mean. No, that's different because it has to do with like terraforming and stuff and resources. But yeah, yeah, kind of like a rogue AI thing infects other things, right? I kind of like that idea. Okay. So I'm kind of running with that. But no, the robots never look like actual animals. They're just robots. They just look like... There's variations of the robots. Okay. You can have like drones, like underwater ones. You can have like land ones. And humanity is just armed with like basic small arms, firearms. Like AKs, M4s, that kind of stuff. All right. And the actual, like it's not... Uh, the objective of the game isn't to actually like wipe out the robots and win. We're just trying to get to like one of like the major bases that's gonna help us like turn the tide. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe like there's like a secret weapon underneath one of the bases that's like super effective against robots or like it's just like a tide turning like weapon. Okay, it's kind of like it's a it's a red herring. Is that the word? It's a thing that's like that's like the central goal, but like it doesn't really matter what it is just yet. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of got a feeling with this, this, uh, this pitch, because usually we we create a pitch, and then we kind of build on it, right? Yes. I kind of feel like I just want to poke holes in this one. Why? I, I don't know. Like I want more, because if right now it just feels like okay, you're going on the Horizon route, or you're going into the Terminator route, or you're, like, what? Why not both? A little bit of both. Like who is, who is the antagonist exactly? What's the goal? Like what's it's the... the rogue AI? It's the the first robot to turn. So how exactly are we gonna overcome this? With military might. The robots can't be reasoned with. They're not like humans. They can't just be like coerced into like being nice. So it's a a, a bunch of scrappy people. It's pretty much militias, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's militias going up against machines with just modern day stuff. Okay, like, I found it. Okay. AKs grenades okay i know now the thing they're trying to get like the kind of like the it's not the red herring what's the thing called like the thing the deus ex machina kind of thing whatever they're going for the key the like the thing the thing you know what i mean i heard so the word like the source code the... yeah it's a device it's a yeah it's a device that allows you to reprogram the, the robots to be friendly if you can get that and it can spread, it's like an antivirus thing where like the robots come in contact with other robots and it makes them like non-hostile. Okay, so to put like like a vaccine kind of, a robot vaccine. All right, so we gotta get from from like region to region, right? We gotta meet this guy that has. Okay, we gotta meet this guy that's uh that's an engineer and he has the fucking code, right? Okay, he has an idea of where to get it. He has no, like he has it in his head. Oh. He's like, I know how to defeat these motherfuckers. You guys got to come to me. So we got to group up and we got to create a, a strategy to get Okay. To so he's like locked up somewhere and he can't be reached because he's like sent out. Trapped. He sent out his broadcast or something. Yeah. He's sent out his broadcast. He's like, hey, motherfuckers. <laughs> he's just... I'm fucked right here unless you come get me because I got like all these robots with tentacles and I'm literally fucked if, <laughs> if you guys can't get to me. So they come and you have like this fucking crazy ass battle. And this guy isn't a guy, necessarily. Oh. He just wanted to be saved. Yeah, he just wanted to be saved. Like, that's just one of the plot points, whatever. And, like, when you think you're near the end of the game, it's like, nah, you're just halfway through the game. Yeah, so you're looking... But he knows the real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He knows the legit guy. Like, you still had to save him because... He's gonna one of the tells you how to find. He's the real one of the guys. It's like, hey, I work with this guy. It's like, don't kill me. I know if you kill me, you'll never find the real guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of like that. Okay. 
So you actually get to the guy, and then you put up this like major campaign. And he gives you a strategy because you got your generals, and then you got the guy that you actually are. You know, you got the protagonist. Mm-hmm. And uh, but like to get help or whatever, you have to like kind of like win over like the locals or something like the leaders. You know or what? We could take the uh, Mass Effect route. Because you could have your, your team... You need to assemble a team of specialists. Uh, yeah, you have your team <laughs> Scattered of across the U.S. And then you have to do your loyalty missions. Like, hey, my grandma... <laughs> needs medicine. My grandma needs medicine. <laughs> Let's go get her. It's Earth Mass Effect, basically. Yeah. And instead of, like, the the Reapers, it's robots. Well, wait, aren't the Reapers robots? One of them is robots, right? One of the, the antagonists of Mass Effect? Uh, it'd be the Reapers. Those are like the machine ones, right? They, yeah, they because machines? because after like part one, or is one, it the Geth? I forget which. No, no, the Geth are AI. They're just straight AI. Okay, so they're, yeah, they're the machines then, right? Yeah, because after after before the Reapers, you had the Collectors. Okay. Which are uh, biological, organic. Yeah, organics. But I'm saying it's like the same premise where like the AI is like the main villain. The main thing behind everything is like a killer rogue computer thing, basically. Yeah, this is starting to really tie into the into the cards because. You're the military guy, and then as you collect specialties, you decide what direction you're gonna go in. So you are we doing? Go... Are we doing Paragon Renegade? Yeah, sure. Just because. Why not? We're not really doing this. We're just kind of just throwing stuff in there. Well, I think it should be Paragon Renegade because if you go Paragon, it makes it a lot tougher. Oh, to play the game. You have to play cleanly. Yeah, but if you go Renegade, it's like <laughs> you're you're gonna make you have decision. to make some sacrifices. Like maybe maybe one of the sacrifices is like. Hey, I gotta get into that military installation, but it's a suicide mission. Well, I was gonna say, there's good people in there, and they won't give me the tech, so I have to go kill them to get the tech. The means just the ends justify the means kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then your and your characters are like, "What did you do? Like, how could you do that?" So yeah, so the reason it makes the game easier if you take the renegade is if you get the tech, your engineers over here can turn it into a mech. Mm. instead of just going guns blazing with your AK or whatever, right? Okay. So there is benef- there is tangential benefits to being rogue or a bad character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so eventually you could take rogues like, I'm just going to go scrappy and it's going to be really tough and I need a shitload of ammo and sniper and go stealth. Yeah. The combat's going to be much more difficult, but you're like walking like the righteous path or something. Yes. Okay. And the alternative is like, I'm just going to go mech and I'm going to have fucking missiles and lasers and I'm going to have to execute a lot of people uh-huh. in Sorry. order to get to that. Sorry, phone's ringing. I'll answer it. I'll call back there. Go ahead. <laughs> so, okay, so basically Mass Effect just on Earth. And we're just, we just have scrappy humans. Yeah, but the Renegade against Paragon machines. don't make just a difference story-wise. It makes gameplay difference. Right. Yeah. It's it, you're, you're changing the approach to completing the mission, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe we have factions in there. Maybe there's like a human faction that like wants to control the robots, not just destroy them. Maybe they want to like, mm-hmm. like, hey, like, let's, let's not be so quick to destroy these guys. We can use these. And you're like, how could you think that way? Like, you know, like, yeah, maybe it's one of your partners in your team towards the end. So I'm thinking, like, what would be the, alter- what would be like the parallel for like Cerberus here is what I'm thinking of. For Cerberus? Yeah, where you have like a, another faction that like kind of helps you out. But they have ulterior motives from you. I was kind of thinking, uh, like, you have a, a piece of code or whatever, like, uh, or virus that you have. Uh-huh. And then the other guy also has a virus, but his virus, like, there's different viruses you could use. Like, okay, so there's... Is machines. this going to be, like, the different endings for the game kind of thing? 
Sort of. So there's machines out there, right? Okay. And part of your arsenal is what viruses or what can I put into these machines to make them behave a certain way. Mm. So like little machines, you could take them and maybe they just do like gun work or maybe they do like uh, expedition, like recon stuff, right? Bring back supplies. And then your guy over here at towards the end of the game, he come up, comes up with code. But your, your objective with the code that you have is like, I got to destroy these machines. But mm-hmm. this guy, later he's a turncoat and he's like, I want to take control of these machines. Right. So it's, to me, it's kind of like a Lord of the Rings type of thing. Yeah, it's like, why destroy the ring kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. He's I, like, oh, he was seduced by the ring. He was seduced by the robots. Yes. <laughs> so I like the premise of the story of this game. This sounds cool, yeah. I mean, this sounds way more fleshed out than like what we started with, where it was like very bare bones. So, now we gotta name this thing. Oh, okay. Um, well, we can't go with iRobot because that's already a thing. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, does it have to be like a pun or no? Do you want a pun? If it works. I was gonna go with something like, uh, you know how there's cards against humanity? I was thinking like, what if we just did like like scraps versus humanity or something? Scraps versus humanity. Scra- I don't know. It could be like it could be like a derogatory term they have for the robots. Like you know how there's always like in universe like lingo for things. Okay. Like instead of ro- you know like again for example in The Walking Dead they call them walkers. They call them uh, the abiders. They have like different like names. They never call them zombies. They never refer to them as zombies. Mm-hmm. They have like different like this group calls them this thing. This other group calls them another thing because like there's no agreed upon term for it. So what if like or like they call them like scraps like instead of robots like robots, scraps like they just abbreviate it to scraps because it's easier to say and it makes more sense in universe for them to have like a like like slang you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that, that kind of adds a little more to the lore to the background when you have like slang for things because it feels more real, more grounded in like a living world kind of thing. You know what I mean? Are you talking about just the characters or are we talking about the name of the game? No, okay. Well, the name of the game is loosely based off what the characters call the robots. I was thinking like, scraps. oh, okay. It could be. It could be. Uh, it could be anything. It could be. Uh, uh, rebels and bots. <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe like Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the space project, isn't it? Yeah, it's the name of the objective of the operation in the game. Right. So, what if we name it something like that? Like it's not. Oh, like Operation something? Yes. Like, I don't know. Uh, uh, Steel Sunset. Like, all the dope names I'm thinking of are taken, like Red Dawn. Steel Sunset, I was going to say. Like, Iron Core. Steel Sunset. Steel Sunset? Yes. I want the end of the age. I thought about Sunset, but it's two on the nose. Is it? The Steel part. Oh. Sunset. Well, you want to Sunset the Age of the Robots, you know what I'm saying? I also like Source Code. Source Code? But it's a movie. It's a great movie. It is movie. a movie. That's right. It's, it's an amazing movie. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think of other words for metal. Metal. Metal sunset. Metal fall. Metal fall could work. That's kind of metal. Cool. Metal end. Steel end. Iron end. Oh, wait. End. What about the thing about uh, Renegade and... Do you want that to be part of the title? If you can work it in. I don't know. Uh, human, humane, humanity, humanity's fall, humanity, humane fall. Hum- 
Uh, I don't know. I like the sun. Sun. Hearts and minds, maybe like where the hearts. Oh, steel heart. But people are that's too close to Iron Heart, which is like a character. I was like hearts and minds because it's like the people are the hearts and the machines are like the mind kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like the opposition, kind of like dark and light kind of thing. Oh, this is a tough. I think hearts and mind works. Hearts and minds. That works. Let's just right. I think that I like it because it's like it plays like with light and darkness, where it's like the opposing like forces, right? Yeah, it's also the Paragon Renegade thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hearts and minds. Where like logically cruel part versus like the kind heart part. Yeah, and it's also that thing where it's like, hey, uh, do you want to the easiest, easiest, the easy thing? Do you want to go with your heart? Yes, right. The easy thing isn't always the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And like the hard thing is always worth doing, kind of thing. Yeah, and the mind thing is like it's logical. Just kill those people, and you'll get the shit. Right? Yeah. So hearts and minds. I like that. I think it worked. Yeah, hearts and minds. Are we gonna give this to Bioware? That seems to be like the favorite for this kind of thing. It's very Bioware, like heavily based. You know what? I want this game because we talked about the premise, right? You're gonna give it a gorilla, aren't you? No. Oh. I want to give this to Platinum Games. Whoa. I want that frantic gameplay. So like melee combat or because because we platinum are... it, okay so platinum is just like the like bayonetta and yeah. like that kind of okay yeah I'm thinking rating because we brought them up earlier true yeah Metal Gear Rising yeah so uh, I want the robots to be like really quick not I... Rising is it Revenge is it called Revenge yeah I'm e- even if I don't you're know like, not Rising from go ahead even if you're like scrappy you're still gonna have upgrades like you're still gonna have like an exoskeleton. So, oh, Ooh, acquire machine parts for like crafting, like that'd be mm-hmm. cool. Like enemy parts and like to build, like upgrade your weapons or your armor. That'd be dope. Yeah. We didn't think about that. Yeah, it's all techy shit. So platinum games then, platinum hearts and minds. Platinum. I like this. I think this is one. I, I felt very apprehensive when we started. I was like, "There's no way that we're gonna pull it." Like this sounds like so bad. And yeah. then by the end, I'm like, "Wow, like we really turned it out." Because this actually sounds like a very promising like fo- like template. I like it. This one. Yeah, this is one of my favorite, more favorite pitches we've done. So, damn, dude. But think about the gameplay for this. Like, also, if I thought like third person shooter with like some melee mechanics, like kind of like Days Gone. Oh shit! And Mass Effect has that's that too. Would, that's what you would think. Wait. Yeah, because Mass Effect has that too, where it's third person shooting mechanics with some like some kind of like melee combat in there. Because, dude, imagine if it's Platinum Games, if you could move quick. Imagine yeah, like you, thrusters on your legs or something. Yeah, like you have you have little thrusters and stuff. Like there's that big ass gap, right? Of yeah. like the Paragon, or whatever. I keep bringing it up because I love the concept. Yeah, it's a good concept. But if we're doing platinum and you got an exoskeleton, imagine we got mechs and we could jump on the fucking mechs like Shadow of the Colossus. Okay, now we're getting to like like vanquished territory. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but we didn't t- we didn't flesh out the combat, and I think that's fucking cool, dude. Okay. We could jump on a mech and gut him and you can see like the oil slipping out yeah what if like one of the, like the hidden projects or like secret projects is like an exoskeleton suit that's like unique to your character it's kind of going into like titanfall territory barely we're barely scratching it like i feel like we're still far removed from that we're like it's it's still its unique own thing i feel like it's still kind of like a little rpg-ish yeah because it's like based in like a mass effect kind of shell yeah all right i I'll leave it there. I don't want to wreck the... Yeah, I like this. I, I think we've done enough with this concept. As We've taken it as far as we can without like just being all over the place. Yeah. I like it. All right, Johnny. We've settled. Uh, Platinum Games make hearts and minds. It's one of my favorite ones. I like this one so far. So, All right, Johnny. We've reached the end of the, today's episode. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you've enjoyed what we talked about, 
give us a rating on whatever podcast app you use, whether it's Spotify, Podbean. I don't know. Johnny, you probably know more podcast apps than I do. Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts. Podcast Attic, CastBox. There you go. There's some there. Uh, give us a rating, whatever metric that is. It's a thumbs up, a star, a heart, whatever it is. Let the let the podcast algorithms know that you like our content. Um, I don't know why I hate saying the word content. It has like a negative association in my mind, but that's kind of what it is, basically. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's kind of acting up. Um, yeah, if you have a comment, question, suggestion, uh, you have a problem with my voice, you have a problem with Johnny's voice. You think Johnny's not brave enough with his predictions? Basically, if you just want to talk crap to Johnny, you can reach us at DuoSensePodcast at Yahoo.com. That, again, is DuoSensePodcast at Yahoo.com. You can also reach us at our Twitter handle, DuoSensep, because I could not fit the whole word for some reason. DuoSensep on Twitter. Johnny, any closing thoughts before we end it, before we cut it off? No. I knew it. I knew it, but I just figured, like, let me ask this one time. I'm always resisting. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. Just know that I have Brian in my mind. What? And that didn't come off right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know he's, like, thinking about some shit to say to me. Oh, okay. You're just like, oh, I just have her cousin Brian in my mind. You just think about him all the time. So. No, but I know he's talking shit right now in his head. All right. All right. So go ahead and write it. Write it down, Brian. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for continuing to listen to us. We've seen some growth. Uh, it's kind of slowed down, honestly. It's, it's slowed down, but we're still seeing growth. It's just not as fast. So if you like what we do, recommend us to your friends. Maybe listen to the episode again. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just throwing out ideas and seeing what sticks. Uh, we will see you next week, hopefully. I know this one's kind of late, but I have a lot of life stuff going on. So we will catch you next week with ne- next week's episode. And goodbye. Have a nice week.